Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Boomers Live land and all our Radio Boomers Live listeners and our Easy Way, Easy Way family out there. And, uh, and it's mid-May, and we got uh, Reefa's doing one of her auditions, so I believe we have Denise Smoley Brooks on with us as the co-host. Denise, you're on with us? Good morning. Good morning, Denise. Ah. It's always good to have you on, and uh, with you know we got a lot of stuff going on, Denise. We got the Easy Way Wall of Fame Virtual Summit May 29th and 30th. Excited about that! This is a new new way. You got brick and mortar to podcast, Denise. Um, this is uh, this is the new way things are happening, you know. And we oh, got to yeah, make sure the that... virtual summit. The virtual summit is full of, you know, wonderful influencers and people in society that are making a difference. And you know, if you just watch even five people out of the whole summit, you're going to get something that's going to change your life. So just make a little yeah. bit of time and sign up at easywayrsvp.com to reserve your spot That's the letter e the letter z rsvp.com and of course you'll look for the virtual summit and get your name on there so that you're included that's right uh, register at the easywayliveevents.com for the big wall of fame uh, this is this is something else this is talking about times are changing and we got over 30 knowledgeable celebrity speakers and uh, and performers. Eric Zuli is launching his first book called The Influence Effect, June 24th. Search uh, Eric Zuli book on Facebook and join the group for free. The Easy Way Family mobile app is getting ready to uh, to release here in the next couple of weeks, I guess. And uh, to find out more, uh, go to the Easy Way. Uh, text EasyWay to 55678 or join com. Had to get that in there because this is exciting stuff. And with that, we're going to go into our hot topic time. Wonderful. So, there we go. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. So uh, for a brief this little section here, we're going to bring Carmelita on with us, and uh, we got a special individual we're going to be talking about. Carmelita, you on with us? Okay, three, two. All right, so we got to see if Carmelita is going to be calling in. But Denise, what we're going to be? Uh... I'm here. Oh, Carmelita! Hello, Carmelita. You're on with Denise and myself. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, uh, well, Jim and Denise. It's uh, another bright and sunny day in California. It's so good to to hear you. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're going to do a great job of filling in uh, for Aretha, and she's got some big boots to fill in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's wonderful. We miss her already. Yeah, I know. It it is nice weather out here, but stay where you're at. She she doesn't want everybody coming to California. But, you know, uh, Carmelita, we're going to be talking about a gentleman that, his name is Richard Wayne Penniman, and most of us, especially the baby boomers, know uh, he's known as Little Richard. 
And, exactly. Uh, I, believe, I believe Denise remembers him. I, you know, we remember him. I oh, remember yeah. listening to him back in the fifties and sixties. But uh, you're you're kind of familiar with this situation uh, with Little Richard, and you've known uh, indiv- individuals that have known him. Rock and roll, rhythm and blues, uh, spiritual, soul. You know, you remember Tutti Fruity, Denise, and Long Tall Sally? Well, I know it's a little bit before your He's time. Iconic. but Every movie has well, most, a lot of movies have his songs in it, and still new movies are coming out with his songs in it. Exactly. Well, I have Come to tell you, I've been, yeah, I've been privileged to have a, a association with him over many, many years. Uh, because of his girlfriend, who's going to be a very special guest coming up on on our segment when we get together later, um, because of her, I was able to make a connection, and um, he agreed to be a guest at one of the pre-Grammy galas, which I was a co-producer of, and I had the opportunity to present him a portrait, which I did of him, on stage, and I don't know what he what he did with it, but he received it, and um, he's just been a, a a great part of our lives, and um, we know each other mostly through my girlfriend, who who's like another sister to me. Um, she will be coming on and, and giving you the scoop later, but um, he is the innovator. He's known as the originator, the architect of rock and roll, and groups like the Beatles, who actually were, they were actually opening for him. And the funny thing about it is that he had the opportunity to sign them up, but he didn't think they were going anywhere. So he he passed the opportunity. But he also had Jimi Hendrix as one of his musicians, and uh, he has influenced some of the major acts like Michael Jackson and Prince. They got their mojo from uh, Little Richard. Uh, that's yeah. just an example. Elton John, if you read his autobiography, you'll see there is a whole list of people that he has influenced that are now famous yeah. today because of him. Um, and... Uh, so I hope you will read the autobiography by him. And our guest coming up, Audrey Angel Sherborne, has a prominent spot in his book. And she she makes me laugh because she said there's things about her in there that she didn't know about. <laughs> you know, so uh, it's quite a book. I read it from cover to cover, and I I you know couldn't put it down once you started reading it. It's really a fascinating book. And Bumps Blackwell who was his manager, was my manager for a brief moment. Uh, He, you know, uh, actually booked me at a private birthday party at a castle where I performed, um, and that was because he was in contact with Elizabeth Taylor's agent, and that is the agent who booked me indirectly through Little Richard's manager. We want to go through there. we got a couple sections of the show we're going to cut out for this, but for now... Carmelita, you realize it is hot topic time, and we got to get some news updates, and then we're going to be talking to you and uh, and your friends related to Little Richard. And we're going to get more into this. I'm going All to right. read that book. So let's touch base on hot topics and and the news, and see what's going on in the world today. Uh, 
we've got a little coronavirus uh, situation here. As you know, the coronavirus has inflicted huge job losses and pandemic continues. And the unemployment rate is at 14.7%, kind of out, uh, you know, kind of washing out what uh, President Trump has brought down to historic lows as far as unemployment has gone, looking at three and a half or something. And analysts say it'll take several years to get back to the 3.5 range. Uh, and, and, you know, you remember, well, as far as history goes, the unemployment rate today is 14%. The Great Depression of 29, unemployment rate was 3.2%, which went up to 25% in 1933. And you, you know that was like, that was pretty bad. As far as the, uh, the mortality rates, uh, well, and, and the jobs, 20.5 million people lost their jobs in April. And uh, the U.S. death toll, death toll was we're at 80,000. And uh, the world death toll is 283, 283,000. And uh, so the president's personal valet had tested positive for the virus, along with Katie Miller, the president's secretary, the press secretary to Vice President Pence. Now, this is affecting the world, as we know, and even here in America, uh, the Navajo uh, tribe, they have uh, an issue to deal with. 30% of their entire Navajo nation is uh, without running water. And uh, they have high, one of the highest COVID-19 ratings of infection. And uh, they're receiving aid, but uh, doing this without water and washing up and saying washing your hands and that is pretty difficult. Tens of thousands uh, are stuck on cruise ships, approximately 100,000. And uh, they have no clarity on when they'll be able to come home. Remember the uh, White Tigers, the world-famous act, Zigfield and Roy? Well, Roy Horns uh, passed away of complications to COVID-19. A UFC top contender, Ronaldo Silva, uh, is out of the UFC 249 World Championship because he tested for the virus. And nearly 4.1 million homeowners are not making their monthly mortgage payment and represents 2.7% of active mortgages. The number of forbearances, you know, putting the mortgage off, represents $890 billion in unpaid principal and includes 6.4% of Fannie and Freddie's. Uh, forbearances are now twice that from the uh, 2008 Great Recession and delinquencies. The White House is making a contingency plan for a potential second wave of the COVID-19, some scientists saying that uh, the second round could be more aggressive than the first. The Dow rose uh, 455 points on the positive side. And uh, President Trump instructed Navy to destroy any Iranian gunboats that have been harassing U.S. ships. So no more flashing the lights. So they got to stay away. A polar vortex from the Antarctic, whips the uh, east and midwest coast with freezing uh, temperatures and snow and so on and so forth. And uh, a place in the U.S. with uh, no COVID is the American Samoa and New Zealand found a way. They're down to zero now as far as deaths. So it's because of strict shutdowns and guidelines being followed. Uh, will there be a second stimulus check for everybody? Well, research shows 63% of Americans will require a second stimulus check within the next three months to pay bills. We could do very well 
with a second round of stimulus payments, President Trump said. President Trump said, uh, while answering some of the press questions, it is absolutely under serious consideration. I like that. And there's rumors of the 1224 for married couples all the way to a possible monthly check. So we'll see what happens there. People of this pandemic. Now, is another thing with mortgage rates dropped them down from 2.75 to 3%. So there you go. Uh, I got to move on and uh, come to a commercial here, but that's some of the news. Very interesting. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. Finally, something to look forward to on Monday morning. I'm Retha Gray from Betty White's Off Air Rockers, and I've teamed up with Easy's dad, Jim Zuli, to rock your world on Baby Boomers Live. That's right, every Monday morning at 10 a.m., we will be discussing all things human from a Baby Boomers perspective. So, Tune in to EasyWayBroadcasting.com on BlogTalkRadio.com to see what Jim and I are up to. Your Mondays will never be the same. That's right. Your Mondays will never be the same. They'll be exciting, up to date with news and all kinds of stuff. And everybody wants to be healthy. We want to be well. We want to be in good shape. And you can, if you have an issue, you can go to the doctor. You can get some pills. You can get some shots. Uh, but you want to prevent that by working out, eating right. But whatever the situation, uh, we run into situations. And we have a guest coming on that's very interesting because she was an RN, and it's not easy to become an RN. That's not easy, okay? There's a lot of education, a lot of technical stuff and science. Well, well, she, uh, uh, her name is uh, Allison McDermott, and she was an RN in the U.K., uh, from 84 to 94, that, that's that's a lot of stuff, okay? That's a lot of education. Well, she decided to drop all that because she was disillusioned with the mainstream healthcare situation, leaving the NHS, uh, National Health System, to learn natural health, okay? Uh, traveling Canada, Europe, the U.S., uh, she met the founder of Fireburn, Dr. Phil Savage, and uh, years ago, and she said it changed her life. Uh, he helped her become well. Student of his work, graduated the NHS Natural Hyperborean Sciences, having witnessed all kinds of healing through thousands of people. And uh, she's been helping the world 
and, and doing everything she can to, uh, to correct all kinds of situations. And it, it, there's different ways of doing things. And, you know, there's, uh, she's talking about a bio shield, bio intersection. Well, so we're going to bring her on and find out what's going on. Allison, you on with us? Ian, good morning. Thanks for having good me morning, on. I appreciate Allison. that. Good, good morning, morning, good morning. And this is good morning, Denise. Kamalita. This is, uh, we got Denise Millie Brookhart. She's president of Easyway TV. She's my co-host today. And Denise, this is Allison McDermott. Hi. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, we're excited oh, to have you. I'm so interested in what you have to say. Yeah. Uh, Allison is, uh, you know, she's a game changer. She, you know, she's, don't, she's put her life in the situation where she wants to help others. Allison, you could have been all kinds of things with the intelligence that you have. And why did what put you in the path of, you know, wanting to help people? And you took such a dramatic change from giving up, you know, which is substantial. You know, you make good money being yeah. a nurse. Okay. And, and well, you gave all, all I can that show up. you that one. Oh, yeah. You make a lot of why and, did I? And, why did I take a leap? Yeah, that's I, not easy. Sure. I mean, getting a degree like that and leaving it to. So tell us about what's going on here. Okay. Well, 16 years ago, I met a scientist with a, a unprecedented technology who took care of me, myself and my two children with dumbfounding or awesome results that reversed three diseases in me in days. They were arthritis wow. all down my left side. They were Crohn's disease that I would have otherwise died from. A 60-a-day smoking habit. I was at 39, going to be dead by 45, and the medical would have tried to uh, take care of my symptoms. But in long story short, this guy is able to take care of the cause of human suffering. And this science and technology has been tested for 40 years on 200,000 subjects, people and animals. And I'm just one lucky schmuck. And don't, don't over elevate me. I've just witnessed over 16 years proofs done by this scientist on burn injuries, on HIV and AIDS, on myriad diseases. And it, nobody really understands how it works. It's that it works is the point. And I'm just, I'm a, an example of someone who had that experience. And it, oh, by the way, nothing placebo takes care of animals. There's nothing to do with beliefs whatsoever. Um, and he's been doing proofs for 40 years. And in this current climate, in the um, and during those those decades, he's taken care of virus in general, and he's done public testing so public could see uh, the results in their own bodies from 58 countries, over 2,000 public members tested him on their burn injuries and all had a 100% conclusive result. Um, the pain was gone in minutes. The burn looked weeks old in just a few hours and without scars, even if a, a second, third degree burn. Astonishing wow. by any known standards. So public have tested him, but on this pandemic, he has put out an offer recently that he is um, offering a bioimmunization for COVID-19, which is like a bio shield um, that people can use him um, for their own bioprotection and 
I mean, I hope that we have an interview where I can give more extensive detail as to what he's doing, because I do, over the years, I've learned to articulate something of his realm of activity. So, um, but concretely, so, he is able to do virus. Virus, okay. Now, as far mm-hmm. as Allison goes, where where are you at with it? Now, you gave up your nursing career, and and I say some of the terms bio shield, bio intersection, and wellness, and so on. So, well, that's two leading little... subjects. <laughs> I quit yeah. the NHS, the National Health Service in Britain, because I was so disillusioned with seeing the system create its own clients, and I got to the point where I could not with any integrity, stay in that system. Um, And so I did take off and I traveled the world looking for real natural um, health modalities that were potent, not just new age woo-woo. I mean, real real solutions that were genuine. Uh And I know on sort of uh, um, a law of attraction that I got, I literally collided, stumbled with this scientist to work and then saw proof in a, in a friend of mine who used him. She was gone three days. The woman who left Britain and used him returned to a younger version of herself. And I stared at her, burst into tears because I had nothing to compare and contrast what I was staring at. And I got on a plane within three weeks. Me and my little ones were on a plane to go meet him. But that was she was a piece of proof. I then became a piece of proof. All his cases are pieces of proof. And whilst 200,000 might sound like a lot, in terms of the 9 billion population, that's only a drop in the ocean. But there are, you know, there are, I'm, the Fireburn Doctor experiment is ongoing, a 24 hours a day hotline where people can call in their burns, giving their basic name, date of birth, place of birth, or a photograph of the person needing help. And that that number is of free service. That's it's, and I can give that number if I may, Jim. Well, may yeah, I? we're gonna uh, we're gonna have them call into our to our number, and no, we're gonna distribute. But if I can give them, them that out. number, they it, they can stick it in their cell phone, stick it to their refrigerator door. That one's uh, plus one eight one eight five uh, three three two six. I beg your pardon. Uh, so on the uh, on the bio shield, uh, some people are asking, what is that? How does that help? I mean, now, do you work with this kind of situation? With, well, uh, I help people. You yourself. Yes. Yeah, so well, no, I'm not the person who does the science. I'm I'm the person who's like the carrier pigeon of the information. Um, but uh-huh. there there is. There are websites where people can read more. I will not be able to give a synoptic summary of the entirety of this guy's works. That would be folly. And But I hope one day we can do an interview where I can give more detail. But still, in the event that people want to know more about this bioimmunization, they can go to earthcarenetwork.org and read more about the offer and have a global perspective on how it affects the whole of humanity. Just like you were saying in in your speak prior to me coming on, our social fabric has just been shredded by the measures taken to contain COVID-19 and and the impact on everything from churches to businesses to universities, schools, everything has been ripped apart and 
that's globally, not just America. So well, what, what country is, did you have to go to to have, you know, yourself treated? Well, first off, people need to read and they need to, need to understand it's their own senses of, of that tell them whether they do it. And earthcarenetwork.org on page three, there is a voice message he had left in the last three weeks making this offer. And I urge listeners to go to that website to check, out, check it out, see what they feel. If they, don't, if they don't want to, they don't do it. And if they feel right, they'll do it. Um, but that is, that's an information site. And there's, there's on the contact page, there's more reading about the scientist's life and works. Um, but he's been here for 40 years just doing proofs. This is beyond beliefs. And beliefs, you might know, tend, they separate us. And uh, when somebody establishes proofs, beyond our, our beliefs that divide us, it's pretty profound, very potent, and, and they don't have to understand it. or uncomfortable, or was it an easy treatment that, for you to get done what you had done? Oh, no, it was beautiful. I, it was when I met him um, and he processed me using these tools, uh, it was like um, a child being let out of a straitjacket. But I went to him personally as a client and then became a student and then just felt the whole world ought to know. So I spent I spent my I've spent my new life. I spend my new life helping people know this is here in um, because he treats the cause. He doesn't manage symptoms like allopathic medicine. He doesn't do what what allopathic medicine does and they don't do what he does. Um, but it's it's very potent, and um, so I you're saw him keeping uh, <laughs> you're keeping well. I mean, you're you've made your transition from the uh, from the nursing career, and uh, now you're finding out it. You're you're feeling it's much more beneficial. Are you into the? Uh, no, diet that was within days, sixteen years ago. With respect, Jim, that was that was wow. the results of my um, bioentropic reversal. Is it was happening in days. Weight melted off me. I was repulsed by smoking. I craved raw food. I mean, I just, my life more. And you actually smoke, you, you smoke a couple packs a day, huh? Um, more, more like three. A change Three smoke. packs a day. Wow. Mm. A lot of smokers in, in, uh, in the UK? Well, you know, you, smoking, it just was... It was part of my self-destructive consciousness, and then the buried subliminal motive in behind why we do destructive things is like our room 101 of oh, I don't want to feel that. It's our hurts and our wounds <laughs> and our guilt and our fear and our traumas and yeah. grief, and he removes all that in one day. But that's, that's distinct amazing. from this offer, and. Uh, well. I, I mean, I really do hope we can have a really good, intense chat in a in a further slot where I can explain something more. Yeah, I know it's hard, it's hard taking all those years and putting it into a small time slot. Yes, we we are we are basically out of time, Alice. We want to thank you for coming on because we need uh, we need a healing in all kinds of uh, avenues with the uh, COVID going around and. And even yeah, before well, no that, no one else has uh, got that. No one else has well, got a causal um, bioimmunization for life that doesn't just do COVID. It does any and all virus. All uh, viruses. So That's, it's very, very potent. And I've seen proofs on people dying with HIV and AIDS. And that was 
10, 20 years ago, that was the, the killer of the day. And uh, uh, this is this is all this healing is needed. There's just so much going on. But we want to thank you, Allison. We're moving out of time. We got to get into our next segment. But thank you for coming out, Allison McDermott. And we and, can do uh, it again, eh, Jim? We'll try doing it again. Thank you. And I love your accent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> EarthCareNetwork.org is further reading. So I hope people. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Allison. Well, Denise, I told you that we have some interesting guests, and we have to move on. And I believe. We are looking at a commercial. Hi, I'm Risa Gray. I used to have a whole host of skincare products taking up space on my bathroom counter. Now I just use Miriam AD. It has everything I need in one simple treatment. It's reduced the appearance of fine lines, discolorations, and uneven skin texture. So, For information about this fountain of youth in a bottle, go to www.reethagray.nerium.com. That's R-E-A-T-H-A-G-R-E-Y dot N-E-R-I-U-M dot com. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomer's Forever Young products. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, depending upon where you are. We have friends great friends near and far. And I'm speaking today to Robert Carl Cohen, who is my guest. He's been a longtime friend. He's an amazing individual. And his career spans, shall I say it, 66 years as a filmmaker, foreign correspondent, public lecturer, and author, He attained his M.A. in motion pictures in 1954 at UCLA, and his master's thesis was a 10-minute documentary depicting genetic environmental basis for human skin color differences. Later, he became the basis, that became the basis for his first book, The Color of Man. In 1957, he was hired by NBC TV to accompany a film group of young Americans visiting China in defiance of the U.S. State Department, the uh, then-existing travel ban. It's 
speaking of travel bans, my gosh, goes way back. Um, you probably are aware that there was a time when China was um, not promoted for visiting at all. But he pr- produced a film um, inside Red China, which was nationally syndicated as a TV special. And um, he's also produced other documentaries in East Germany, Cuba, the House of Un-American Activities Committee, Nuclear War, and in Hollywood, he returned um, after returning from China, he produced a film that is now a cult classic, Mondo Hollywood. And he also wrote a book, a very famous book, titled The uh, Brother, The Black Crusader. And I want to welcome Robert because uh, he's such an amazing individual. He's also a lecturer, as I mentioned before, and I want him to talk about his most recent lecture activity. Welcome, Robert Carl Cohen. Pleasure to be on your show. And it's a pleasure to have you. And I understand you're you're staying cool in a very, very great location with your daughter, Deanna. And... um, Yes, um, getting, yeah, I'm, I'm get, here in L.A. <laughs> I'm, I am I am in self-isolation in L.A., although I live in Boulder, Colorado, up in the mountains. But I got mm-hmm. caught here by the pandemic. And uh, fortunately, uh, I'm, I've lived most of my life in L.A. Uh, since 1939, basically. Uh, moved to Boulder about 20 years ago, but basically I'm in L.A. Uh, I'm, I live in both places. And yes. L.A. is a great place to be stuck in at the present time because uh, it's a nice time of the year. We've had nice sunny weather, and so I'm able to get a suntan and uh, exercise. And that's about all I can do. <laughs> right. Well, well, you've got one of the most wonderful places to do that in. My husband and I went to your birthday party last year in September, and we saw the pool that you're talking about, which happens to be at a historical home. Um, and uh, may I say who the owner of the home is? Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're speaking of a very famous uh, musician and singer-songwriter, Jackson Brown, and uh, he's just been an amazing part of our history also. I mean, we're going to be talking about Little Richard, but uh, uh, Jackson also has his share of fans uh, performing to stadiums, audiences, huge audiences. And uh, I am thankful to have had um, the privilege of meeting him through you and your daughter. Well, he's a very nice guy, and he does a lot of good work, and he supports a lot of good causes, in addition to being a great musician uh, himself. And uh, well, everybody's in self-isolation now. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, and uh, it's unfortunate, but we're trying to make the best of it. Right. And uh, God willing, we'll get through this one again. And uh, the saying is, this too shall pass. Well, I remember quite well the 1968 the flu epidemic. Uh, uh, 
where uh, I and my, my late wife, Helene, and our, our child, Diana, who was only three at the time, uh, we were all terribly ill. And my father uh, used to come and help um, and make us food because we couldn't even get up from bed to go to the kitchen. My father, uh, who'd been born in 1896 and had been a soldier in World War One, he had survived uh, the 1919 world flu epidemic, and uh, apparently the Hong Kong flu of 68 didn't bother him. So he was able to help us out. Uh, now, with this pandemic that's going on now, uh, fortunately, uh, nobody in our family uh, has been uh, hit by it. Uh, everybody's in self-isolation in one part of the world or the other. And uh, let's hope that this passes too. But uh, uh, obviously, we have to support all efforts to help people throughout the world because uh, this is a great calamity and it is affecting millions and millions of people. And let's hope it passes as soon as possible. Well, you know, we had the opportunity to get help from the World Health Organization that wanted to give us uh, tests, which were turned down by this administration for some reason. Um, and I think that that is an important organization. It needs to be boosted up. Um, it needs our support in order to help the people around the world. It's, that's very important. Well, we live in one planet, and no matter what the nationalists from one nation or another may say, the planet is linked. To, you cannot separate it. And there are people, though, who believe in divide and conquer, and their, their way of life has been to frighten people, to be afraid of other people so that they can gain profit and power. Uh, the present administration is, I would say, the most glaring example of, uh, I, I'm originally from South Philadelphia. That's where I was born. And uh, the old protection racket was very well known. Uh, there was a threat. Only I can save you from the threat. Give me your money and I will protect you. Well, that protection racket is now running the United States. They're, they're in charge in Washington. They're trying to keep us frightened. And uh, this, this pandemic has played into their hands. They've given, I for one, as a, as a, I'm in my 90th year, I got $1,200 in my Social Security payment from the federal government. Of course, it's my own money that's been taken out of my taxes over the years. But... Uh, Oh, here's your 1200 bucks. Well, we take $12 billion. Uh, this is going on. It's terrible, and I hope that we have an election later this year and we get rid of these people and we get back to a government that's for the people of the United States, not just for the, for the scoundrels that have gotten into office. Uh, you pardon me making this a partisan political thing. Uh, is I think that anyone who steals from the public is a scoundrel. I don't care if they're a Democrat or Republican or whatever they call themselves. We need to help ourselves straighten the world out, and we've got to start here at home. Well, Robert, you said a mouthful, and you've always um, been very on top of what's going on. Um, can you tell us about your lecturing, um, your recent um, appearance at a university? Well, I, uh, just a few days ago, actually a week ago exactly, uh, the University, University of Virginia Miller Center had a program of China-USA conflict. That was the basic idea. And uh, 
I was asked to appear on that, not as one of the great experts on China, because although I know a lot more about it now than before I went there in 57, uh, back in 57, I was working on my doctorate at the University of Paris at the Sorbonne. Uh, I'd been at Supreme Headquarters of the U.S. Uh, of NATO in Paris as a soldier. And then I got discharged in Europe so I could go to the Sorbonne to work on my doctorate. And while I was there, there was a World Youth Festival in Moscow. Uh, and it was only 120-some bucks U.S. Uh, to get a ticket to go from London to Moscow, return in two weeks' room and board in Moscow. And I said, well, I can afford that on my GI Bill. And I was, like many people, I was afraid World War III was about to start. Uh, as a member of the military, I had seen some information that indicated that that was a very, very great possibility. And so I and several other GIs or ex-GIs, we all went to Moscow to see what was happening. We weren't representing anybody except ourselves. At the end of the Moscow event, the Chinese invited oh, 18 countries or so to come to China. Uh, that was part of their competition with Russia. Khrushchev had opened up to say Russia has re recovered from World War II. Uh, the Chinese government wanted to show us that China was there. And so I was approached by NBC, and they said, uh, are you ready to go to China? And I said, if I go to China, my name will be on the blacklist. I'll never work for the U.S. government, for, US, for any major U.S. corporation. I'll be blacklisted. They said, if you go to China, will you film for NBC? Well, I couldn't resist that. I did, and the films that I made there were shown on NBC, on the uh, Chet Huntley News, uh, on the Today Show, and so on. But as part of our deal, they gave me back the footage they didn't use, and I made my own film called Inside Red China, which you can see today now, 65 years later, on YouTube. That's called Inside Red China. Well, I've been back to China several times since then, and most recently in 2015, I and my wife Kim, we went we spent 10 weeks traveling through 12 cities in China, filming over... Uh, 300 hours on the new China, the way China is today, the, the post-Mao China, the China that's in business with the world. And we made this show called Inside Robert Colcorn's China, which you can see on YouTube now. There are two parts to it, and if you can uh, read and speak Chinese, there are even several Chinese versions on it. But the English language version, Inside Robert Colcorn's China, is available on YouTube. Now, that being the case, uh, I was approached by the Miller Center at the University of Virginia, and they said, we would like to show some excerpts from your films from 1957, 1978, and 2015. So I made about a 15-minute excerpt cut of those three years, and you can see that now. That's a part of this show uh, that the Miller Center put up. And uh, it's a very interesting program because... It was started by Mr. Pottinger, a member of uh, the Trump uh, cabinet, uh, and then followed up by several people. And finally, my segment was the last segment because I think that the University of Virginia wanted to make the point, and I certainly wanted to make it as well, that no matter what our relationship is, no matter what problems we have, and there were many, it's in the name of world peace that we have to work together. So whatever our differences may be, our cooperation is more important than any difference. World peace is essential. I'm for it, and I'm for whatever contributes to it. 
that's basically my message, and that's why that's why they had me on the show a week ago today. Uh, you can see it. You can go out on on YouTube and see the show right now. It's the Miller Center, University of Virginia, uh, the show on China and the USA. Oh, that's great, uh, Robert. Uh, your message is so well taken. Uh, it cannot be said enough. Uh, people don't seem to realize that we all come from the same creator, uh, and we're essentially brothers and sisters in spirit. We may look different from one another and come in different shapes and sizes, but we all come from the same source. And um, we're really shooting ourselves in the foot when we don't realize that we are connected. Uh, We need to come together, especially as a world family, and promote peace. Not war, but peace. Absolutely. Now, I I look upon myself uh, as an individual. Uh, uh, My parents were born in what today is called Belarus, my mother was uh, not, I wouldn't call her Chinese in appearance, but she she is much more Asian in appearance than my father. And I have type O blood. Now, type O blood uh, is, most people in China have type O blood. The possibility is, is, is there that Genghis Khan's hordes many, many centuries ago came all the way to the gates of Vienna and uh, left behind many, many children. Uh, one of their pol- uh, policies of conquering countries was to kill all the men between the ages of 14 and 70 and impregnate all the women. So a, a lot of people today who have type O blood, especially if their ancestry comes from Europe, uh, has some degree of, of Chinese-Asian ancestry in the type O blood. What's fascinating to me is that my parents coming from there came to the United States uh, before World War I in search of a better life. My father was in the Army, in the U.S. Army in World War I. Uh, all the members of our family, all the cousins have all served in the armed forces as, as I did. And, and for me to then go to China and now to be uh, having filmed in China on several occasions and to bring the message of that China and the United States should be friends, as far as I'm concerned, that's part of the world story. That's we are humanity. Now, the Chinese, the old symbol, symbols of yin and yang, darkness and light, that join together to form the world, that is manifest in, in, in me and many, many, many hundreds of millions of people as human beings. We are all children of the same planet. We have to work together to benefit our planet. That doesn't mean we can't argue because... Children in the same family can argue, but we can argue for the purpose of settling our problems, argue for the purpose of making the world a better place, and that is what I am trying to do. As I, I hope I have some years left in my life now that I'm 90, and I hope to be able to contribute to this, and I urge all people, think positively, accentuate the positive, figure out ways to work together and cooperate together. We're all in the same planet and our destiny is all linked. Well, you couldn't have said it better, uh, Robert, and you always speak so eloquently anyway. Um, I I would like to see that message resonate throughout the world. You know, let's ring the bell of of peace. Uh, That's the only way that this planet 
can survive and, you know, cooperate with each other. And like you said, you know, children in the same families don't always get along. You know, brothers and sisters, they fuss and fight. But I think that your message is well said. And uh, can't we can't emphasize it more. We need to come together. You know, like that song that the Beatles said, let's come together. <laughs> so um, we... We really want to thank you, Robert, for coming on. Uh, you've been a great guest. Is there anything in particular that you want to speak to the audience about before you leave? Well, uh, basically just know the world, study the world, study history, understand things, and try to work together as best we can. We will have problems in the future, there's no doubt about it. There are differences. There are contradictions. But whatever our differences may be, there are ways to work out solutions. Work towards peace. Work towards solutions. And that's, that's my message. Okay, Robert. We want to thank you again for coming on. And uh, we're getting close to uh, the top of the hour. We have a, a very special guest coming on. And... Uh, I, I want to thank you uh, again for coming on as a guest on Carmelita's Corner on the Easy Way Broadcasting Network, and uh, we will be speaking to you soon. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure. And I hope we, we get to see you somehow, Robert, before you go back to Colorado. I mean, you know, like you said, this pandemic has, has made shut-ins of everybody. But uh, I'd, really... I'd, I'd love to be able to get. I'd love to be able to get out of the house. I mean, <laughs> mu- sure. as much as I enjoy getting having the deepest suntan of my life, because that's what I'm doing is out in the sun all the day, all day, and swimming in the pool and lifting weights. My goal is to get in such good physical shape by my birthday, which will be my 90th birthday in September. I've got the next 10 years ahead of me. If I'm going to make it to 100, I better get in good shape. And I'm trying to get in good shape today. Well, well, <laughs> today. well you're, you're well on your way. And by the way, there was a man who won a marathon at 105 years of age. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm he, he not actually a marathon, won a marathon. <laughs> so you've still I'm got a ways a ma- to go, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for, thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Commercial time. Uh, I, I know I'm in queue. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, Easyway Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. 
We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers We've say. been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work <laughs> for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Yes, indeed. And uh, Denise, we, you know, you, remember you can go on the archive shows and uh, listen to all the stuff we have. And we got, you can go to EasyWayInfo.com or EasyWayBroadcasting.com, see all the stuff. And we have a very interesting guest coming up, uh, Natalie Chapron, and Natalie is a CBIC celebrity image consultant, TV show host, podcast host, author, and international speaker. Uh, She's a producer and host of Crisis Proof, Your Life Show, and that's some interesting stuff because many people have crises come along in their life. How to prevent negative through uh, negative thought and successfully recover from any crisis in your life. Uh, Natalie is a holistic practitioner, turned intuitive image specialist, born and raised in France, ah, et vous Francais, from uh, <laughs> a family who successfully lived through the Nazi occupation. She is committed to interviewing people who have effective methods of dealing with any type of crisis in one form or another. Natalie, you on with us? I am. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me. Hi, Hi. Natalie. Sorry for a little bit of. You're on with Denise Malay Brookhart. Uh, Denise, I don't know if you know Natalie or not. Okay. Yes, we know um, each other, Denise. Alrighty. So anyway, Natalie, I'm. Uh, you know, I know you're a busy, busy lady. I'm happy to have you on. Uh, where do you? What? What brought Natalie into? Because this crisis situation, you know, it, it, crisis is a kind of a a serious word, but through our lives, a lot of people run into what they believe are crisis of serious or not. What, what brought you into this, this situation where you're taking on kind of a serious issue? Well, thank you, Jim. Yes, absolutely. Because it's very interesting because I actually started out on this journey being a TV show host with, with you, with Eric, with the Easy Way Network um, earlier this year. And my show, my original show, is called Enlightened Beauty. And that's where I talk about um, how to align your inner essence with your outer appearance. And then Denise had offered me an, a, a separate show, and I was said, oh, that's busy, I'm too busy. And, and then one day, you know, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 um, 
crisis, really. I would call that a crisis, global crisis. And I get woken up at 4 a.m. like like the creator often does, will wake me up in the middle of the night and tells me what to do. <laughs> so I get woken up at 4 a.m. and I get told, uh, you are going to be doing this show. And, and I got given the title, I got given the subtitle, Crisis Proof Your Life, How to Prevent, Navigate Through, and Successfully Recover from Any Crisis in Your Life. Because uh, I've been through crises myself. Um, I've had um, near-death experience, and like I mentioned, my family has, you know, uh, been through the Nazi occupation. Um, We, you know, I've I've been through a lot, Um, and I think this is, yeah, and and so this is a time where we need support navigating this is an unprecedented crisis for many of us and um how do you where do you turn to for positive inspirational um right and so that's why i was guided to do this so you uh you know you you were firsthand on a lot of this stuff and uh you said you had a near-death experience were you in a car accident or was it a health situation what happened actually i i went to india for two months to work in an orphanage um spend time with the orphans and you know and then spend time in an ashram studying yoga and spirituality you know the yogic tradition um because my background is ayurvedic medicine sorry yoga is in one of the top five as far as health yes absolutely so that's my background um i'm i was an ayurvedic practitioner for many years so i went to india and then I, I, I was so happy there. Uh, I wanted to just spend the rest of my life. I wanted to become a nun and serve oh, the orphans. Wow. That, was, that was what I wanted to do. And, uh, and, and my friend was with me, and he was like, but look, you, you have all your stuff back in the U.S. You can't just, just not never come back. He's like, you need to come back sell all your stuff, and then move back and do that. So I was like, okay, cool, but I didn't really want to do that. Anyway, two days before I came back, I, I got typhoid fever. Wow, typhoid and yeah, You're talking some history there. Yes, and so I, yeah, and so I flew back to California, and I was sick, of course, um, but they didn't know, even though I told them I had been to India they they couldn't figure out what I had so I went to the hospital they sent me home and I was literally I was sick for three weeks you know and and, and typhoid fever is no joke and so I was dying well, and I remember yeah, that's, that's a bad one it's a really bad one and I remember the life force leaving my body like my soul leaving my body oh. I had that experience and I felt so peaceful Jim it was like I was so happy to go get be back with God like I wasn't afraid you know, um, but my friend saved my life. He was like, no, I'm not going to let you die. So he brought me back to the hospital, and um, they finally figured out what I had. They gave me antibiotics, and then I, I recovered. But it was definitely, I was on my way out. That was an experience. So, you you know, wow, you're talking about becoming a nun and going to, this is top of the top as far as people go, and giving up your life and, working in India and so on. But what do you do as far as, I've always wondered, you know, you're in the missionary category and this is the top, you know. Uh, right. What do you do? You go to another country. Uh, what do you do about the language? Are you just a smart person that can learn languages? 
You know, it's not so um, easy well, I picking up a language. But uh, um, I'm, I'm, my native tongue is French. I, I was born and raised in France, and then I, hey, I learned English. Uh huh. I'm just petite. Poquito, poquito But they speak English in India, so that wasn't as much of a oh, concern. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. not a concern. All right. Well, okay, so uh, you you spent some time in India, and then, it, you know, you're talking about major decisions here. Natalie's over there uh, talking about changing your life, but then mm-hmm. somebody brought you back, and mm-hmm. you had to make that decision. What did you do? Kind of sit there and think, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to go back, or should I stay? These are major decisions, life changers. What was it yes. that kind of flicked that switch and had you come back to the U.S. or, you know? yeah. It felt like the responsible thing to do. Like, uh, it felt like it's true. I can't just abandon my life and, like, who's going to deal with all my stuff that I had in storage? Yeah, and yeah. now it just felt like take responsibility, come back, sell all my stuff, and then come back and do it from a, you know. So it, it, it felt responsible to do it that way, but a part of me didn't want to go, and I think that's why I got sick. Um, and And then after the illness, um, after almost dying, you know, I'm thank God I was sick in the U.S. because I feel like if I'd gone, yeah. if I, if the illness had unfolded in India, I probably wouldn't have made it. I mean, the hospitals there, the hygiene isn't at least at that time, um, yeah. you know. So, so, so it, Natalie yeah. wound up was, back in the U.S. back in the U.S.S.A. Uh, yes. You know, whatever that. What, what, what's his name? Springsteen or something. Uh, <laughs> Behind well, the U.S. Here she yeah. is. And now you are on the Wall of Fame. You got a profile on the Wall of Fame. Congratulations, Natalie. This is cool because this is uh, quite a thing. This Wall of Fame. Uh, how do you feel? Like, what's your, you know, what's your take on that? Uh, you know, being on the Wall of Fame, having a profile there, and everything. That's kind of cool. Huh? I'm honored. I'm really deeply honored to be on the Wall of Fame. Um, I feel like my my mission in life and what I stand for is is um, is really love, you know, for people like yeah. for people who love themselves more deeply, and and you know, I've I've definitely taken on an approach w- with I've focused on w- working with women more recently because self love um, and image for a lot of women that's the one area that we're still judging ourselves around our image that we feel inadequate, we don't feel you know beautiful enough or thin enough or all the things, right? So I have focused on that in my business um, as an image consultant, but ultimately it's around self-love, and then when we love ourselves more, then we can love others more. And so and, uh, I feel like that exactly. now the crisis piece is, is around, you know, um, how do you... proof your life. I love it. Yes, exactly. So And uh, Summit, uh, Natalie's going to be interviewed at the uh, the big Summit. You're up there with the big time there. Congratulations <laughs> on that one. Why? You're going to be in the port- I hope you're keeping your feet down on the ground. <laughs> you're, I'm uh, trying. <laughs> you're rocking and rolling here. And uh, the uh, Easy Wall of Fame Virtual Summit, you know, that's pretty cool. Brick and mortar to podcast, you know. Um, I, I think yeah. – uh, it, it's to broadcast, yes, brick and mortar to broadcast, exactly. And and that's one of the things that I'm helping people with is around, you know, I, I have a, a brand called Shine Online. And so uh-huh. 
how do you shine online, right? How do you, how do you, you know, because there's a lot, now everybody's online. So how do you stand out in a good way? You know, how do you look great on camera? How do you get your yeah. message across in a beautiful way? And so that's what, what I'll be talking about um, at the summit, how to, how to really help people shine online. And, you know, uh, you're, you're on the right track with the love situation because uh, uh, what was it that uh, somebody said? Uh, oh, yeah, I was walking out of an account one day, and I said, if you have any questions, just uh, just ask. And they were kidding around. These two ladies said, yeah, what's the meaning of life? Mm. <laughs> and that's an easy one. I just said love, you know. Mm. That's L-O-V-E. That's the meaning of life. What's, what's the most important commandment of all of the commandments? Well, love your neighbor. And uh, right. the the second that Jesus said, the second which is just as important as love your neighbor. So you're definitely on the right track. And Natalie, I want to thank you for coming on. You're uh, you're such a busy lady. And congratulations on your interview coming up and the Wall of Fame profile and so on. Uh, exciting stuff. Uh, thank you so much, going... Jim, for having me. I'm really honored to be part of the Easy Way family. You you guys well, are amazing. And you do we, such uh, great we work. We love to have you. Them. Yeah, yeah thank we'd you. love to have you with us. And we got a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of stuff on the you know, the whole situation with the Easy Way family in the future coming up here. Mm-hmm. It's a new new world, new age, Natalie. And uh, <laughs> but with that time, the clock rolls on, the time ticks on, and we got to get moving along. But I'd like to have you back again. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the uh, the big event, the virtual event coming up here. And that's the way it's got to be. And you know, I think people are taking to it, Natalie. <laughs> I think they like to, you know, to travel. You know, <laughs> that's great. I <laughs> like it. Jim. This is cool. Yeah. yeah. But thank you, Natalie. We have to move on here. And uh, Natalie Shepperoni is going to be at the uh, summit coming up, and Crisis Proof Your Life, and Enlightened Beauty. This is some good stuff. And boy, I give her a lot of credit. Oh, what a life! And with that, uh, we're going to move on. And see if we can get, we have a couple of callers. Uh, let's see if we can get Carmelita back on with us. I'm and, here. Uh, Carmelita, okay, you're on with us. I don't know if Denise is, is still on with us. And we have uh, a special guest coming on with, uh, Carmelita's going to bring in. Carmelita, I, you want to do the intro on this? Absolutely. Uh, she's um, my sister from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, we go way back. Uh, I met her through a, another special lady, uh, Sally Blair, who was a headliner at M- Music City Music Hall in New York. And during her heyday, uh, she, uh, as I said, was a headliner. People were going to see her like Marilyn Monroe. And uh, and my friend, who I met through her, also has a very special history. And she was a dancer, uh, still dancing when she can. Um, in fact, she was dancing at my show last year when I did a show oh, at the wow. Gardenia. And she brought on two guests with her from HBO, and they were there in town to interview her because of Little Richard. And she just happens to be Little Richard's girlfriend of 60-plus years. So wow. she goes around the block a few times. We would really need a lot more time to interview her, but uh, she's a wonderful lady. She also happens to be one of my loyal board members of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. She is a breast cancer survivor, and um, 
she knew my mother, by the way, and uh, also helped me establish the organization. Uh, so with with no further ado, let me bring on Ms. Audrey Angel Sherborne. Welcome, yeah. Angel. Audrey. Good morning, Kamalita. Good morning. Good morning. So should I call you Audrey or just Angel? Which you like better? It doesn't matter. Through the years, I've been called both. <laughs> now, uh, okay, Audrey, I, I have a question for you. Now, when you look in the mirror... Uh, do you see a little halo above your head? Are you that type of person? No. <laughs> <laughs> she should. She's got the name Angel. <laughs> I love the name. She's, well, Kamalita would be able to tell you more about that than I can. <laughs> yeah, she's an honest person. And uh, and I'll tell you, what a, what a life. You know, 60 years. But you know what? Uh, you know, I was speaking briefly with you yesterday and, and Carmelita. And, you know, we all have one thing that we agree on. Doesn't it go fast? I mean, you think back, and I know it's a long time, Angel, but uh, would you say that 60 years kind of goes fast? Or a lifetime is a lifetime, right? Well, with me, time is more like places I've danced. Uh Um, I've traveled all over the world as a dancer. And um, I don't know. Time has never really been a big thing with me. Ah, okay. My th- only thing is it goes too fast. But now it has been a life changer for you, right, Angel? I mean, you know, yesterday. You, you know what I mean? You would have went, and what do you think would have happened to Angel if she didn't meet uh, Richard? Richard, Richard Wayne Penniman, right? Little Richard. I have no idea. I would have been yeah. a dancer, but I don't know if I would have hit the top clubs like I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, it makes a difference when you walk in. Yeah. yeah. So, let, okay. Go can ahead, we tell me. about the time that Richard first laid eyes on you? Uh, Nineteen fifty-six, I believe you said it was. Yeah. And I, re- uh, I, I remember Charles Connor, his his drummer, who also was a guest, by the way, on on my radio show, a uh, member of his original band, the Upsetters, gave the account of how Little Richard. Almost fell out the window, didn't he, when he saw you walking down the street, Angel? Uh, yeah, yes, I just found out Charles was in the room when it happened. <laughs> oh. And that was strange, too. I had a wonderful stepmother. I was raised by a beautiful lady. And um, when she wanted me to go downtown and pay bills after school, she would always tell me in the morning. This particular day I came in from school, money and a bill was laying on the uh, kitchen table, and I knew what it meant. I had to go downtown and pay the bill. So I'm walking down West Broad Street in Savannah, Georgia, and somebody came over to me and said, Little Richard wants to meet you. And I always remember saying, does he know I'm a girl? (laughs) And... I took one look at Richard. I went to the room. Curiosity has always been a big thing with me. I can yeah. hiking, and I'm curious what's around the next bend. Um, and I went up to his room, and I took one look at Richard, and the rest is history. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's for sure. The rest is history. So. And I couldn't you stand have... his music. <laughs> oh, well, that's Funny probably thing. why I got along, yeah. You weren't a big fan. 
So this is a fan. different life. This is a different life for uh, for Angel. She's uh, with someone who's a big star. So, you know, you're, you're going out. Did, did you go to a lot of his uh, events? Like, were you sitting in the audience? You know. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, you did. Okay. And I can tell you a funny story about one of his concerts. Yes, in we want to hear. Yeah, hit us with a couple of those. Yeah. Um. He was working at the Old Civic Opera House in Chicago, uh-huh. and it held 20,000 people, a show. And he did two shows, and he introduced me to 40,000 kids that night. <laughs> wow. And we re- when we left the auditorium that night, uh, we came out of the stage door, and the kids were on me like locusts. I ended up in the middle of Chicago, black bra, black see-through underwear, black nylons, black garter belt, and and shoes. And thank God at that time Richard was wearing capes. (laughs) That helped. Yeah, because they tore off all your clothes, right? They tore off all of my clothes. (laughs) They wanted to have a piece of you, Angel. That's what I mean. You're with a big star. You know, it's not like you go to the movie with Bob Jones and you you walk out and you get something to eat and you go home. I mean, <laughs> everything is different. You know, you you got to get I in the was. car real quick. You got to sneak out the back door because they don't leave them alone. And you know, so and there's very few pictures of Richard and I. Okay. I saw. I had one. I hope that I find that angel. You know, of the yeah. one of you and Richard when he. Uh, I think that that was uh, Zola Taylor's uh, celebration of life that he came to, wasn't it? I know that yeah, I was there. Yeah, he, he paid for that. Yes, and and it was so funny because I remember when he snuck up behind the preacher. Uh, the preacher yeah. didn't have any idea that that little Richard was standing behind <laughs> him. The audience uh, was going crazy. I mean, they just carried on because the preacher thought he had it going on. He didn't yeah, realize yeah. that that they would that they were excited about seeing little Richard, and then when Richard did get to the uh, podium, uh, he started telling the story about how you know back in the day he didn't really have his due right away, and then he got accustomed to riding around in limousines, and he wanted everybody to know that that's how he arrived in a limousine, and, and then he and then he said, limousine. "I'm still pretty." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Eric, gets, uh, Eric gets a lot of uh, Eric gets a lot of invitations by celebrities. He knows a lot of celebrities. So we used to go to some of these, but you, you don't go after a while. You get a little tired of going to L.A. and that. But they'd invite him down to clubs, and and we'd find out that there would be certain ways of leaving with these people. You'd have to, you know, there'd be certain doors you'd leave, and they and the smart paparazzi would know these back doors. And they'd still be waiting. Yeah, the but, uh, stage doors. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole process is different, and uh, you know, if they've been drinking, you try to kind of watch over them a little bit, and all kinds of. So, how about you're with you're with Richard, and you go out. How about uh, people he's known, other celebrities? Have you got together with a few of them afterward at, at the club? And I've worked a with a lot of them. You what? I've worked with a lot of them. Oh, you worked with a lot of them. Okay. Hit us with a couple names. As a names. dancer. You know, she's a performer. Oh, she yeah, performed right. on shows opening for Little Richard, too. Oh. 
What are a couple of the names that we might remember? Of course, we Fats go back. Domino. Fats Domino. Fats Domino, all right. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, I can't even think of it. Della Reese. Della Reese. Della Reese, yeah. Linda Hopkins. Linda Hopkins. These are ladies that actually had me put on shows when they had to have a dancer on a show. Um. Have oh you met Stevie? God. Stevie Wonder? Yeah. No, I never met Stevie. We work with Better Visions for Children, and he's uh, one of the spokespeople for Better Visions. And, uh, okay, so you, uh, through your dancing career, now that, that's that's a career that keeps you in shape. But uh, that kind of helped you blend in with the crowd because you're kind of an entertainer yourself. So yeah. uh, any music in there anywhere with Angel? You play anything? No. No music, okay. No singing, like Carmelita. Yeah. Listen, if I want to clear a club, I'll sing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, Angel's been one of my biggest supporters. She's been following me for years. I really appreciate it, too, Angel. You know, and I still out. miss your mother's Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, yeah. She was <laughs> a great cook. Yes, she was. So. So we uh, we appreciate you coming out with it. These are you know we're it's a baby boomer show. We have millennials listening to on that, but it brings back memories, doesn't Carmelita? When you hear about some of these, uh, you know, like the uh, some of the tunes, you know, Tutti Fruity and Long Tall Sally, and you were with him when when he hit some of these high points, right? It must be kind I of met exciting. I in 1956, but... and he just recorded his first songs. He got it. Okay. First so... So what what was it like being with him and all of a sudden you hit a big one like uh, Long Tall Sally or something? He calls you up well, or you heard on the I met radio? him in 56. He was just beginning to get a name out there. Yeah. So when when one of the big ones came along, he calls you up and must have been kind of exciting, huh? You heard on the radio? No, I couldn't stand his music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting it. I like his music. Okay. Well, I, uh, I you know, I remember, well, let's see, 55, 56, I, I can remember some of the stuff on there. I, yeah, I was a little young then. I was 16, yeah. minding okay. my own business, walking down the street when he looked out a window and saw me, and the rest is history. Yeah. And you should see her picture in his book. I mean, you can see why. I mean, he called her his Spitfire girlfriend. She's she's got a beautiful photograph in there. In fact, Angel, I'm finally going to start the portrait. You know, <laughs> I've been talking about it. She asked me to do the portrait some time ago, and uh, it's going to be a big one. Well, do you have uh, you have one more story that you could think of that kind of stood out over the years that was an interesting little uh, deal with you and Little Richard and whoever else? Oh my else? God, I could, I I could stay out on the phone all day. All right, give us one more, and the clock's ticking, and like Carmelita says, it's time for well, Carmelita and I to jump on the old horse and ride off. But hit us with one more. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to all have to jump on the horse and ride off in the sunset. Yeah. Um, uh, the person that told me that Richard had came out of uh, Huntsville, Alabama, out of Oak Ridge. By the way, he's going to be buried at Oak Ridge. Um, oh, okay. Um, that told me Richard was back into rock and roll and that he was opening at the Howard Theater in um, 
Washington, D.C. I called the Howard, yes. There was a 6 o'clock rehearsal that morning, you know, the next morning. Yes. I was in New York City. At 6 o'clock the next morning, I was walking through the stage door of the Howard Theater. Richard jumped off the stage to run to me. And I hadn't seen him for a while at that point. And I've been with him almost ever since. Well, I spent 10 years in Europe. I came back from Europe. Um, I got back in touch with Richard, and Richard brought me to California and would never let me leave again. Wow. Well, you could definitely say that was a life-changer meeting him, huh? (laughs) Oh, Oh, heavens, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, we want to thank you, uh, Angel, for coming on with Carmelita and I on Radio Boomers Live. And uh, maybe we'll be seeing you at one of the events, if not in person, virtually. And you well, probably never I believe, you. I'm not sure. I believe Charles Connors is going to have something out here for Richard. Oh, okay. All right. That would Keep be Carmelita great. Yeah. yeah. And, and with that... Um, uh, in fact, Charles Connors was in the room when Richard first saw me. Oh wow, boy, that that yeah, that's amazing when you think back. But uh, we yeah. want to thank you for coming on, and it's uh, it's quite a life you've lived, and uh, yeah. we uh, we miss we're going to miss little Richard. He he was uh, he really entertained so many people and covered I so know, many. I've uh, been to so many concerts. Oh yeah, you're talking rock and roll, rhythm and blues, gospel. The soul, originator. He covered it all. <laughs> But yeah, with that, Carmelita, I think uh, we got to jump on our ponies here. Uh, the clock's yep. ticking, and we got to move on. So uh, time to move thank on. Thank you, thank you again, uh, Angel. We we love having you on. And, thank uh, you, Remember, honey. guys. Thank you, darling. <laughs> thank you. All right, I'll see with you later, Carmelita. All right. Bye-bye. Remember uh, the Easy nice Way Wall of Fame. You. Easy Way Wall of Fame Virtual Summit, May 29th and 30th. Brick and mortar to podcast. Be sure to register at easywayliveevents.com. And if you miss any of this, you can go back to our archive show and uh, easywaybroadcasting.com and listen to the show over again, get all the info, write it down. Uh, The Big Wall of Fame Virtual Summit with over 30 very knowledgeable celebrities, speakers, performers. Eric Zulli is launching his first book, which I'm very proud of, of his book. It's really cool. And the influence effect, all kinds of celebrities on there. And everything. June 24th, search Eric Zuli book on Facebook and join the group on Facebook for free. The Easy Way family mobile app is getting ready to uh, to release here in the next couple of weeks. So to find out more details, go to Easy Way, uh, text Easy Way to 55678 or join Easy Way Fam Club. With that, Carmelita, it's time to rock and roll. So let's jump on our ponies. Which one do you want? Uh, oh. you pick one. <laughs> I'm gonna say good, the... good, I'm gonna say it was wonderful doing the show. Oh, and thank Carmelita, you. Later. I'll speak with you later. All right. Alrighty. Thank you, my dear. And with that, Carmelita, let's you pick one. You want you want the one on the left or the right? Uh, I'll go to your right. Okay, you jump on the pony and I'll get on the calico. Let's go. With that, guys, uh keep moving, keep the faith. Radio Bombers Live is signing out. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your host, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Out There Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. 
Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 